Hi guys, welcome or welcome back to Bring Your Own Baggage. I'm your host, Justine, and today I'm here with Britta Eggland. Hey! <laughs> I'm just looking at spelled out on the sheet as Eggland. <laughs> Britta graduated oh, from yeah. the University of Vermont in 2021 and majored in neuroscience with a minor in public policy. She is currently getting her master's in public health from Boston University. And a very fun fact about her is that Noah Kahn's EP Maine is about her hometown. Cape Elizabeth, right? Cape Elizabeth, Maine. Yeah. Shout out to Noah Kahn who released um, Stixies in the album today. I have not listened to it yet. Yeah, I haven't listened to it either because I'm waiting to do a, a listening party with Stan from like a little FaceTime date that we talked about in Emily's episode. So check that out about how to maintain long distance friendships. Not that me and Stan are friends, but I was going <laughs> to say, <laughs> how's that apply? <laughs> one of the ideas was to do like a listening party for like an album. Like she did a listening party too. I forget. Was it Olivia Rodrigo, Taylor Swift? I don't remember, but we're doing one for Noah Khan, so I'm excited. When's this happening? Hopefully sometime soon, because even today it was so hard not to listen to it, because I literally just love Noah Khan so much, and he's going to be here October 22nd, and he should come to your murder mystery party. Yes. No, if you're listening to this, please come to Britta's friend's murder mystery party. Noah Khan makes such fall music he does like stick season just feels like fall i don't know how to explain it like i've never had if fall had a feeling a sound if, yeah if fall had a sound it'd be stick season and i remember when i told you that i thought it was such an original thought and literally like 30 minutes later on tiktok i was Everything i saw something trending. where it's like for the perfect fall playlist and it's all noah khan and i was like i've literally never had an original thought in my entire life i honestly life. didn't sucks. know who he was until you sent me that song oh my god which is embarrassing because he's like a vermont native and yeah. he did a whole album about oh, maine yeah maine. you guys are so connected geographically I and i can't believe you didn't even know Ugh shame well now you do <laughs> now you're hip to noah khan now you Kahan. can have a how about you say <laughs> it's not khan <laughs> noah katan in, in my head I, i'm like khan it honestly might be no i think it's noah khan we should ask him yeah we'll ask him when he comes to the party um okay but today we're doing an episode on how to make friends in a new city slash make friends in your 20s because britta is my first friend in boston Yay. boston <laughs> did it sound like i said <laughs> boston she's a native now <laughs> um from boston we were just gonna talk about like what it's like making friends slash the importance of friendship especially when you're navigating a new city but i feel like personally it's so hard to make friends post-grad because you don't have that structured environment that you have in college where you're like oh i could just join a club and meet people that way or oh i could talk to people like in my dorm or in my classes and stuff like in the real world how do you how do you meet people i still don't know i think we well (laughs) i probably shouldn't say that (laughs) because that's what this episode's about But it actually knows a lot. I, it's a learning process. It That's is. what it is. It really is a learning process. And we're still pretty early on into it. But we're just going to share our tips um, for you guys that we have so far. I have so some far, ideas. That we've learned so far. <laughs> yeah, I have some ideas. <laughs> but it takes back what you said. I do. I have knowing. some ideas. I think we should start off talking about how we met. Yes. I think uh, that's a good way to start Let's tell our origin story. Okay. okay. You go, you can, you can I do it, it from my perspective. Yeah. And then you do it from yours. Okay. okay. 
so <laughs> Justine and I, well, first of all, I was looking for a roommate on this Facebook group, uh, Boston Housing or whatever, and I came across Justine's post, and so we briefly chatted. Yeah. Wait, no, it, I didn't post. Oh, wait. Oh, you, you posted. Oh, I yeah, posted, I and then you messaged yeah. me, and we were chatting, and it seemed like, you. first of all, you moved in sooner in Boston, yeah. and I think you wanted a different location also. Yeah. So it didn't work out, but we still followed each other on Instagram and we still like somewhat we casually kept in contact in a way like it was very much like she put something on her story and I would like respond something. Yeah, something very casual, low risk. And then we also like I don't even know how we got onto the topic, (laughs) but we bonded over like our fear of geese and turkeys in boston or just anywhere honestly (laughs) like me reflecting on my two experiences this past year of actually being attacked by two geese um and then i just remember this one time when you had moved into boston but i wasn't in boston yet yeah um you had put on like your insta story your fear of like these turkeys on your street and i was like oh my gosh that was like the moment i was like wait she understands it's a real fear terrifying first of all the turkeys here are freaking huge and they're not scared oh they're not they have no fear and like i remember that the first time I was trying to cross the street and like there were five turkeys in front of me and I was literally scared like I couldn't I couldn't cross without like going past them and I was scared they were literally like the size. yeah they were like the size of me like they were they were so tall and I remember I got they're to bigger work than geese they're, they're yeah and they're like they're chunky too oh yeah like they I mean that's have, why we eat them for Thanksgiving oh <gasps> <laughs> I don't know, sorry for any vegans out there. I'm so sorry. I thought you were gonna say sorry to any turkeys listening. Oh. <laughs> and to the turkeys. Sorry if you're and a turkey to the turkeys, listening, we're but, so sorry. But vegans don't come at me. Yeah, vegans so. don't come at me. Yeah, turkey is great. Like get out of here with that tofu tofurkey. <laughs> tofurkey. Tofurkey. Hey, <laughs> one time. Tofurkey sounds like a drug. <laughs> it's it like, sounds oh, like he's <laughs> an underground tofurkey dealer. Oh my god, I had tofurkey one time and I was Ew. in like second grade. And this is I think when at least I wasn't made aware of tofu substitutes. Like I never as a kid understood tofu substitutes, but this really organic healthy family gave me tofu bacon or turkey what? bacon. No wait. It's not tofurkey. Tofu bacon. And it was the most disgusting thing. It was like tofu rubber. It was straight bacon. up rubber. I just I just can't get behind the tofu train. Like, I know that some people are, like, really into tofu. But even if you, like, even if you fry it, I don't like it. Oh, really? Because it has no taste to me. And it just, the consistency is weird. It's like eating a sponge. But, like, yeah. it's like eating a wet sponge. Like, eating a piece of moss. I get that. I go back and forth with it. Like, I don't think I've had tofu in a while, but the only way I can eat it is if it is basically fried. Fried, yeah. And, like, with other well-seasoned things. Yeah. Otherwise, like, I cannot eat that solo. Yeah, no, I, at the beginning of the year, I was trying to put, what was I making? I was making something where I was trying to put tofu in it, and I think that I didn't, like, dry it out enough. That's another thing. You have to literally, like, suck all of the moisture out of it and I don't think I did that enough because my tofu was like 
soggy. soggy. And I also uh-huh. didn't season it enough. So it was basically unseasoned, soggy tofu. And I think that gave me taste aversion for like the rest Ooh, of my life from it. It does that. Yeah. It's just, ugh. Once you like have a bad tofu, it doesn't. You can never do it again. Yeah. But anyways, back to the turkeys. So. Oh, yeah. yeah, Let's back onto topic. Yeah. We. We. Okay. No, no, no. But what I was what I was going to say before is this is a PSA to anyone living in Boston. Apparently, during mating season, the turkeys are more aggressive and they'll attack you because they're trying to impress the female turkeys. What? What? Yeah. Like the male attack. The male turkeys will try to attack you. To be impressive? To be impressive to the female turkeys. So they're big bullies. Yeah. what I'm hearing. Yeah. But they'll, they'll like attack the humans. They're like, oh, like, look, we're standing up to our oppressor. they literally attack humans (laughs) oh my god because they're like trying they're trying to be impressive like i mean i guess that's well honestly wait no but i feel like that's kind of like what men do too like with like the fishing posts on (laughs) the fishing pictures on dating apps like that's kind (laughs) of like they're trying to impress they're trying to impress like like oh look i can provide oh i can provide honestly that is probably their mentality so the turkeys are like i can provide i can protect you yeah from being served on a thanksgiving plate oh my god well that's what happened to me with a goose attack <laughs> i was like walking to work and there were there was this male goose and a female goose and Ew. the female goose was sitting she must have been like pregnant or something oh and the male gosh. goose i wasn't even close to the goose i was probably like at least <laughs> 10 feet away and also it's important to note that this goose was on an elevated surface oh, compared to me no <laughs> It literally just, like, it saw me walk. First of all, it was making noises at me. And so I, like, started walking, like, further away, but I was still going in the direction. And it just started, it took off. It started flying at me. No. Oh, my God. No. (laughs) No. And, like, it's, like, ick to myself because (laughs) there's, uh, like, these other people in their cars literally (laughs) witnessing me, like, like get away from me it was that's so scary though because oh like what do you do like all you can do is like know. curl up into a fetal I, position like, I they, ran. Come at you, they come at you with their claws with like the beaks and oh everything. yeah i don't know i don't ever want and have to. you seen their teeth no they're they have sharp teeth? they have sharp teeth yeah like how do they have teeth in their beak <laughs> wait what Or do they have sharp beaks? No, like, I'm pretty sure they have teeth in their beaks. In, <laughs> Hold on, I'm looking up goose teeth. I don't believe this. Goose teeth. Yes. If that's the case, I'm more terrified. Look. Ew! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> don't look that up. It's actually new fear unlocked. <laughs> That's actually terrifying. Imagine you wake up and you see this. <laughs> no, that is actually it. Like I don't even know what that reminds me of. It's like it feels like it looks like some. It looks like it alien. should be like a yes, it's like, like alien. An alien. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Okay, but yeah, that's what I remember us meeting. That's how I remember us meeting too. I remember we were DMing or we were talking on Instagram messages or Facebook messages. Actually, let me look at our first DMs. Oh and my then, God! <laughs> yeah. And then we're so like, dry. and then we were just like, um, <laughs> we would just like reply to like each other. <laughs> we didn't see this. My fish now versus when it was a baby. Wait, what? This is the 
last thing you sent me is an Instagram reel of my oh, fish now. Oh, oh. First wait, one, it was it. a baby. Is so- <gasps> oh my is gosh, it's adorable. Kinda- wait, that kind of looks like you. Wait, what? <laughs> wait, the baby or the big one? No, the baby. Okay, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> the big one's like ugly looking. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, wait. It's going to take I'm a while. I'm actually curious to know what our first DMs are. I remember though, um, you... When I was visiting to tour apartments, you DM'd me and you were like, oh my gosh, like me and my friends, you're going to somewhere in Seaport and you're like, oh, you should come oh with. God, and I was like, right. oh my gosh, like I was hanging out with my mom and my aunt's friend, but I was like, that's so nice. And I was like, hopefully we keep in touch for when I actually move here. Aww. But wait, actually I'm getting the ick looking at what I'm saying. No, I get that all the time. I'm just going to read, do. I'm just going like to read what person. you said. I'm not going to read what, what I said. <laughs> I get I get equally as ick out, oh my if gosh. not more. Um, okay, here's when we were here's when we were talking about. Oh, Hi, person. my okay. name is Justine. I saw your post in the BU Facebook housing group. I'll be doing research at BU next year, and I'm also looking for a roommate. So I thought I'd reach out. So cool, you're getting your MPH. <laughs> oh God, don't read mine. And then you're just like, yeah, what area are you looking at? <laughs> I was straight You're getting to the right point. to the point. Yeah. Cut to the chase. Um, oh boy. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then you were looking See, I'm for. Dry. You were looking for. <laughs> I'm um, the dry one. Oh, and then we were talking about. Thank <laughs> so you. said, "So, what do you like to do in your free time?" It's always like that. Thank you. I love baking Wait, in my free like... time. Oh, I can't cook for my life though. All my chicken is really dry. How about you? You. Yeah, I love cooking, but I cannot <laughs> I cook chicken well, so I, I usually stick to pasta dishes, which is you're making right now. Oh, you said you just got into pottery, which is hard. And I said, ooh, pottery is such a cool thing to get into. Wait, okay, but at we least we about... weren't like... And maybe we... Oh, wait, we started talking because of the olives. Oh, yes. Oh, I, I replied yes. To your that story. was a pivotal oh, moment. Gosh, yes. Okay, so Britta posted something on her story about just eating a plain bowl of olives and i was like omg olives and, and they're so weirded out by that yeah because I, I had never eaten an olive before and like the first time i had an olive was when we went to barcelona wine bar well, i felt honored because you saved your olive virginity yeah me, you supposedly. popped my olive cherry. i did i did i did pop it yeah and i i don't mind it how would you rate it one to ten we, there was one that I liked more than the other. I think you liked the green one. I liked more, the green but, one more. But I was like the that, purple ones. And you're yeah. Like, no. The the purple one was a little too salty for me. I would give that. I would give the purple like a five out of ten, and the green ones like a seven point eight five out of ten. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's how we you. met. That's our origin story. And actually, that's kind of gonna be a tip that we have later on. But before we get into the episode, we're just gonna talk about the importance of friendships and maintaining good friendships and we're gonna do this interview style so Britta's in the hot seat <clears throat> no so the first question is what do you value most about your friendships okay i looked at this and i should have thought <laughs> more about it i value a it's lot okay. of things i feel like you could take this question so many different routes yeah just take it what what you immediately Uh-oh. think of okay i'll answer for you yes answer because for me. okay so i think for you like what you value most is from your perspective of me yeah from my perspective of you is i feel like it like you value having people to do life with okay like based on like hold on i need a burp (laughs) (laughs) keep it in 
That was sexy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Stan would be proud. Ew. That's it. Do you know you can burp on command? Yes. I can. Should I do it? <coughs> I'm embarrassed. Oh my gosh. How are you doing that? I, I put air in my stomach and then Holy it comes out. cow. Like, I feel like you just like you like like experiences with friends i agree i definitely very much value i do i feel like i i'm in a place in my life where i honestly really prioritize my friendships which is really great i feel like i was in the past the type of person who would kind of put their significant other on a pedestal in a sense and kind of prioritize them too much yeah Um, but now i think i found a really healthy balance of spending really great quality time with my boyfriend but then also making sure I'm there for my friends yeah they are like I don't think I could do life without my friends and just like friends in general I think without them I wouldn't be who I am today I wouldn't have grown in the way I have yeah so you value the you value like the growth that you get from from friendships from like having people definitely to learn from definitely the growth and like the introspection I feel like having like the friends in my life they make me really reflective of Mm -hmm. like where I'm at and where I'm going yeah and things like that yeah and it's Um, cool to like be able to go through like different life stages with friends oh absolutely that's like I think that's the coolest thing about friendships is just seeing how you guys grow Grow and change, grow and change. But even and this is kind of like going into what maybe we'll discuss later about like the intention of friendships Mm -hmm. and how you like continue to maintain that friendship despite the evolving version of you. Because one thing like I've noticed with friendships is if you don't keep that open mind, that openness with your friends it's really easy to get into the state of like assumption of the friends in your life. And then Mm -hmm. you're not witnessing them actually grow. You're kind of confining them into a box. Like you have like a certain perception of them. And like, that's not like, if you want an evolving relationship, a deep connection, like you have to be open to seeing that evolution. Like we're so young. Yeah. And I think you evolve continuously through life. Yeah. You're not the same person as you were yesterday. So Mm -hmm. one thing for me that I'm, trying to embrace is just like being open to seeing my friends and who they are today compared to like who they were in college which is a very different person yeah that's true and I feel like that can sometimes be hard though to see that like your friendships are different now like than they used to be and like on one hand you're like happy for your friends and like you're happy that you guys are both growing but I feel like it's okay to kind of mourn like what the friendship used to be and like that's another hard part about growing up is we're like we're in I feel like we're in the stage of our life where we're changing so often like the change from high school to college you change so much and like from college to post-grad like you change so much like we're still very much finding ourselves and finding our identities and so like this period of our life like there's just going to be so much change in our relationships and growth from the people around us and so it's important like what you were saying to really see your friends for who they are now in the current moment yeah instead of being like 
Yeah. Oh, I'm just going to think of how they were when we met when we were 18. It is. Like, I think that's important to reflect on because I can think about all my friends and they have changed in some ways. And it's just like the love I have for them allows me to continue to maintain. I mean, they're not like they didn't turn into bad people or anything, but like I love them so much where I'm like, I want to embrace this evolving version of you yeah exactly and that kind of goes into the next question about like what is the importance of maintaining your friendships even though you have a significant other like what you were talking about earlier how now you like really prioritize your friends I think two things the first one is like honestly it's really easy for me to prioritize my friends more than I used to because I'm in a long distance relationship yeah but even like if I can imagine if my boyfriend and I were to live in the same location I also think I would still prioritize them in the same way and that's just because like I think honestly in the past year my post-grad year Mm -hmm. is when I really was like wait friendships are so important yeah and female friendships are so special they are and i also um to do some like book plugs the bell hooks books the all about love yes and communion because yes. we talked about this before yeah like that book really put in perspective relationships in my life and how we really just need to get out of the mindset that there's this hierarchy of relationships so you have like your significant other and then, like, maybe a few friends. And really what, like, at least for me, this might not be true for everyone. I have really embraced the idea of creating your love circle. Mm-hmm. Like, the relationships I have form a circle, not, like, a triangle of a hierarchy. Mm-hmm. So, really, like, I think we get so invested in the idea of, like, this one person is going to be it for me like they understand all my needs and desires Mm -hmm. but it's just it's not true and that's just not I don't think as social beings we don't function like that we need multiple people in our lives and so reading that book and then also going through post-grad and really reflecting on my college years made me realize how much I adore and love all my friends like they they mean so much to me. It honestly makes me emotional at this point. Like, I have that yeah. much love for them. And yeah. it's like, not me tearing up. Oh but I do. Like, I genuinely, like, I often think, when I'm, especially when I'm driving my car, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I am so grateful for my friends and the love that I get to share with them. Yeah. It's so special. It is so special. And I have two thoughts on, like, what you just said. And the first one is, like, first of all, when you spend all of your time with your significant other and you expect all of your like social emotional needs to be met by them that one puts way too much pressure on that person and I feel like that sets up a relationship for failure yeah failure and conflict because one person is never gonna be able to satisfy every emotional need you have for me I love Stan, obviously. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) And I am lucky that, like, he is very emotionally mature and I can share, you know, like, everything I'm going through with him. But there's just something different about talking about what you're going through with female friends. Like, there are certain experiences that he's never going to understand, not because he's not emotionally aware and Mm. intelligent. It's because... It's just, like, certain experience you have, like, as a girl yeah, that are just different. And 
I feel like different perspectives. Yeah. And the other thing that you were talking about was the love circle. I've actually never heard of a love circle before. And I love that because I feel like in college, I really operated thinking of friendships on tiers. Like I'd have my tier one friends who are basically like the people like you're talking about in a love circle that you're close with that you can depend on and stuff. And then tier two friends are friends that, you know, you see occasionally. Yeah. Like you're, you're kind of close with, but you wouldn't share the same amount of information with them. And your tier three friends are like the friends that you just go out with and stuff like that. Yeah. And I feel like as I get older, more and more, I, I don't want to have this giant roster of friends. I just want two or three good friends, two or three friends like in that tier one or in that love circle yeah I used to put a lot of pressure on myself for how many friends I had and I would like get down on myself because I was like oh like everyone has these friend groups of like 10 plus girls that's insane and I only They're not all actually friends yeah yeah seriously <laughs> like, I, I we need to have an entire it. episode about <laughs> friend groups and how they actually don't work <laughs> it doesn't make sense I mean you can be it just depends on like friends is such a spectrum of a word like you can have like your bestest of friends and you can call someone a friend that you've like hung out with only a few times yeah but it really just does not define the relationship that well Mm -hmm. between a person and like that's i don't know i'm trying to go with that but like we don't need to define these friendships i think it's better that we don't define what a friendship is Mm -hmm. um but all I kind of wish is that in a society, or I don't even know if it's a societal issue, I'm sure in some degree, mm-hmm. is we put more of an emphasis on the friendships in our lives. Yeah. They're very, like, casually. They seem very casual. They do seem very casual because I feel like growing up, you think that you need to meet your soulmate and start a family with them and, like, create and this family it. and get married and have kids and all that stuff. And that's, I mean, that's great, obviously, but at the same time like <laughs> great it's just it's great whatever <laughs> it's whatever i guess <laughs> but like i think the issue with that is that once people get into these serious relationships they're like what next and then people get bored because they don't realize or they get bored or they don't realize how much work a relationship is especially when you're in a long term relationship yes. and when again like you're just focusing everything on that person and you don't have friends to like kind of talk about like what you're going through i also honestly wish we like put the same energy that we do into romantic partners as we do into friendships like yeah likewise like relation romantic relationships definitely take a lot of work it takes intention and like thoughtful thoughtful action i don't even know where i'm trying to go with this but it takes intention and effort yeah for sure and i also think with a friendship it's the same thing like if you and a friend get in a conflict or something like that it your way of handling that conflict to like better your relationship is very important like yeah. the way you move forward in that conflict area of conflict or discomfort obviously it's a little different if it's like a toxic friendship as it is with a toxic relationship yeah but it's the intention it takes to like move on and improve upon that relationship 
should in my opinion apply the same in a friendship that's how you yeah. go deeper that's how you build a stronger friendship exactly like i think we're all so scared of having conflict in relationships and we think that oh it's not it's not a good fit if we have conflict but i feel like you need oh you need conflict it. You in a relationship because if you don't have conflict that means you're not talking about issues you have right. and everyone's gonna have issues in a relationship like, but how do you even no expect to grow as a person if you don't have that conflict exactly like, if you don't understand the person's like wait like conflict style right well even just like really the areas of growth we're experiencing are things from newness like we grow from not experiencing something new right yeah and something new can be that conflict with a friendship yeah and how can you expect even as an individual not just looking at the friendship dynamic, but you can't grow without these growing pains, these discomforts, these conflicts of a friendship or any relationship, really. Yeah, exactly. And again, wow, that's another good segue into the next question. But have you ever dealt with, like, comparison and jealousy in your female friendships? Because I feel like that sometimes, or most times, is, like, a motivator for conflict, Oh, yeah, I can see that. Like, how have you dealt with that, if so? Um, I've definitely, and we've talked about this in the past. Yeah. Um, Actually, on our first friend date. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I know. (laughs) It's fun talking to, like, because at that point, I mean, we kind of knew each other, but we're still, like, strangers in a way. Yeah. It's so much easier to be like, well, this is how I feel. Yeah. But um, I think I've definitely have felt, like, comparison and jealousy regarding my friends. And I... I honestly want to say, like, I think that is a very normal experience. Yeah. And it does make me feel, like, a bit guilty because at the end of the day, like, I love my friends and there's nothing in my eyes wrong with them. Yeah. But I think the best thing that I have done to kind of counter if I have any feelings of comparison or jealousy is just to, like, hone in on that love I have for them and be like, well, honestly, I'm just really proud to be their friend. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm just happy to have this person in my life. And I think it's amazing that they are able to live this experience Mm -hmm. or be this way. Yeah, definitely. And I think I want to do an entire episode on comparison, not just with friendships, but just like in general, comparing yourself to people who are like in a similar stage of life to you and like feelings of like not thinking you're not doing enough. Yeah. But I feel like for me, when I think of it, I also like feel so guilty whenever I feel like jealous of a friend because I'm like wait I should like want the best for them and I should be like proud of them for doing all of this so why do I feel like their success is my failure right and I feel like part of that is just the way that society pits women against each other in every aspect like when I go on social media and I see hate on, like, like social media influencers' pages. Like, most of them are from women. Like, of course, there are, like, a uh, yeah. few, like, male <laughs> incels sense. on there. Yeah. But, like, most of them are from women. Women like, and trying the incels. To, like, tear, yes. Yeah, tear other women down because I feel like we're taught to think that... It's a zero-sum game. Yeah, and that, like, it's already hard enough as a woman to, su- to succeed. I feel like we just think that oh, if, like, another girl is succeeding, then, like, the first thought I was They're like, above oh, me. Yeah, yeah, why Why am I not at that level? Like, what am I not yeah. doing? Like, how did they get there? Like, all that stuff. So I feel like the more I've realized that, 
the like the more I've just tried to give myself grace and I think it goes like with any way of tackling or with a way of tackling like any kind of anxiety like it's valid to have that thought and you can't control your first thought to anything so say like your friend is like oh I just got a promotion at work your first thought may be oh why am I not getting a promotion or like Mm -hmm. why am I not why do I why am I like quote-unquote like in a lower career standing than they are like that can be your first thought and that's okay but you can control your second thought and you can control your action you know yeah I think that's a very important point to make because like I'll see people saying like oh if you feel if you feel like jealousy over your friends and you're not supportive Mm -hmm. well well that makes sense then like they're really not your friend like you don't actually see them as your friend Mm -hmm. and I'm like I agree with that but at the same time it's like we're all in some ways a bit insecure yeah and I feel like I'm above in a way of my insecurities where I'm like I still love my friends so I'm not going to feed into those insecurities like I'm very happy and very proud honestly I'm I'm a proud friend takes work to get there though it does oh it definitely does that's like where every like you have to work on your own confidence and like with that comes like the pride for your friends I've like worked on my self-confidence and obviously like I'm still insecure in a lot of ways but like I'm at a place where like when my friend tells me something exciting like I'm genuinely happy for them and it's not like oh my gosh and then inside I'm like oh shit yeah yeah. (laughs) but it's like an actual like oh my gosh yeah like I'm happy for you but again that takes time and like it really takes time to like work on your own confidence and self-esteem but as long as you're aware and you kind of know it like thoughts are always intruding i don't think it's fair yeah. to be like this immediate thought i have is me it's yeah. not it's you. not and think like, about as long it as it's not coming from like a malicious place right like as long as you're not being like oh i hate her for doing that or like i like wanting yeah. to like tear them down <laughs> think, yeah think about your friendship if yeah it's just but going back to what you were saying like about the messages of like oh if you are jealous of this person then you're not really their friend or something you don't really like like them or something like that right a lot of things I see on social media now are very all or nothing. It thinking. is. That's there's actually, no, I'm glad you brought this up. Right? There's no, like, even with relationships, like, I'll see TikToks and it'll be like, if your boyfriend doesn't compliment your outfit every day, <laughs> break up with him. Like, if your I boyfriend know. doesn't open it's the like door relax. for you everywhere, break up with him like stuff like that and i'm like what oh my god no that's such a good point like, i it is very like we paint it in such a black and white picture and yeah. it's not and again it has fair. to do with like the perfectionism like they think that like everything in your relationship has to be perfect and that like is the same with friendships like just because you like have that feeling of oh like that twinge of jealousy right. that doesn't mean that you're not friends yeah honestly i even heard from somewhere i don't really know but the feeling of jealousy and i this kind of stuck with me is like whenever i feel jealous think like is that something you actually want and usually there is some element in that jealousy that you kind of want yeah and so instead of seeing that as a negative thing maybe look at it in a positive light and being like okay redirect there's something of this that i want what is it and Mm -hmm. then use that information as a tool to go get that for yourself yeah, to motivate you friendships are a lot of work but also there's a lot of anxiety at the beginning of a friendship because i know for me whenever i leave hangouts where i'm like meeting people for the first time 
I am so anxious for the next like few hours because I'm just rethinking everything that I said. I get that. And like, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, why did I say that? Or like, do they like me? And then if like their like way of texting is a little bit off after, I'm like, oh my gosh, I ruined it. They met me in yes. real life and they're like, this girl's a weirdo. So like, there uh, is a lot of like emotional turbulence that comes at the beginning of friendships and that can be daunting. Yeah, to, it definitely can be. Like, Actually, I had um, one of my friends has said this to me one time. This is in regards to dating, but we should focus more on whether or not we're interested in the person more than ourselves. Because realistically, I bet everyone else that had left whatever social gathering is also in the same sort of mindset. They're not really thinking outwardly. They're thinking very inwardly. Yeah. And so I think that advice can honestly apply to anything any no i love that advice yeah because then that because i feel like when you're just so focused on whether or not someone likes you like once you get to the point where you like feel comfortable then you're like wait a second do i even like them and at that exactly. point like, you're too far in to exactly like, you know have it be like a gentle wait. parting of <laughs> I'm a realization yeah. right now <laughs> <laughs> i'm like wait what did I actually like anybody? <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about me. No. I was like, you're really going to roast me on air? Like, No, 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 no. Oh, my gosh. That's so true, then. I'm That's just... such good advice. Well, we got, a little, we got a little bit of dating advice in this one, too. Two for one. Um, okay, but now we're going to go into the tips for making friends. And this first tip has to do with the anxiety of the first friend meetups and that is to leave your pride at the door like when you're making friends you can't have I don't want to say you can't have pride but you can't take yourself too seriously and I used to be so anxious to ask people to hang out because I would be like what if they think I'm weird for asking them to hang out like what if they don't actually want to be friends with me or like what if they say no or what if they're like yeah tell my biggest fear yeah. was them like telling their friends like you will not believe who asked oh, me to get no. coffee and that would make me like so anxious but personally i think that if someone wants to be your friend that's the biggest compliment oh absolutely and Honestly, i would I never that's more of a compliment than like someone being like you're somebody pretty. yes yeah exactly i wouldn't if someone asked me Wanted to hang to out i would be thrilled i would never be like what that's like so weird of them to say most people most people are excited if someone asks them to hang out and if someone thinks you're weird for asking them to hang out then literally fuck them like you don't want to be for friends real. with them anyways so no they're definitely not who you're looking for exactly my suggestion would be if you would need if you want to make friends in your location find that commonality first that's yeah. gonna be your biggest success honestly i would even start casual like start liking their stories slide up on their stories a little bit make them familiar with you mm-hmm. and then and then like hit them with a dm be like yeah you're kind of cool like let's go like, get hey, yeah. coffee or something yeah no i think i honestly like love social media as like a tool to meet people and like to really use that to your advantage because like what you were saying now it's so easy to kind of subtly tell people or to subtly show people yeah, yeah that like you're interested in like hanging out with them and stuff by like even like replying to their stories like we did we literally just like replied to each other's stories for like three months Pretty um much. 
And I mean, I feel like we... Okay, but can I just say this? <laughs> I just remember telling my boyfriend at the time, like, I'm going to meet this girl when I move to Boston. <laughs> I can't wait to meet her. And then, like, the olive thing. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, guess what? <laughs> I was showing. I was like, look at this. I was so excited. I, mean, I know. I was so excited, too. Okay, and like, <laughs> I'm glad I'm not alone. I'm not. <laughs> no, and, like, I feel like that definitely is a success story because it would we have are. been so easy we are a success story so <laughs> look to us for inspiration <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> it would have been so easy to like once we figured out that we were not wanting to live in the same place or just had like the same room date, yeah, yeah to just like unfollow each other or whatever but like we kept like dming each other and they like, kept like sliding up on stories and stuff if you're following someone who lives in the same city as you then i feel like that's like if they post something with a geotag that's in your city it's so easy to swipe up and be like oh my gosh like i just moved here and then they could be like oh, and then like you just yeah. like have like a little bit of small talk and then you could be like we should go like get coffee or sometime or like what right like have you found any good spots for uh, make a connection yeah and then also food. i guess my other advice is that don't be offended if someone's not interested in doing any of that because just like dating some people are kind of off the market for friendships like they're already established in their own way yeah so don't be offended they just have their plate full with their current friendships and they're not actively searching for a new friend yeah exactly i think that's something i really struggle with i think about it's hard to maintain a lot of friendship and that's why going back to like the group friendships yeah groups exist like group friends exist like i guess i technically have a group friend yeah but it's like when you exceed a certain amount of people it's like it's overwhelming there's no way you are all individually that close yeah like and some people are just closer with right. other people in the group yeah and it was actually fine bringing this up because i remember in i think it was my senior year of college um like my group of friend which I, if i put a number on is maybe like seven people or so we kind of realized like we only ever hang out in groups yeah and so we honestly started making an intention to like go on individual friend dates and start normalizing like oh just these two people hang out or just these few people hang out instead of it always being such like a group thing and i kind of really loved that because it's like then you have the time and the capacity to like really dive into a single relationship which is difficult when you're with like a bunch of other people people. yeah definitely the next tip i have for like utilizing social media i feel like is kind of unconventional but i think honestly like using tiktok to like look at like the hashtags if like you're in a major city like looking through the hashtags of the city that you're in is like a cool way to meet people because you can like find events that are happening near you like i've like done that to like find things to do over the weekend and there are so many like what's happening in boston this weekend videos and stuff like that with like recommendations for like restaurants and bars to visit and there are like a lot of like young adults who are now like vlogging in their cities and like posting content about like their move to a city so if you're feeling bold i feel like it's definitely like i've definitely i've seen people on these videos be like oh my gosh like i just moved here like blah 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 i think it's worth it and then maybe you can make a friend that way like you never know like really i think it's important to kind of get creative with social media since we have such easy access to it and again like also with social media like facebook groups there's like a making friends 
in Boston, making friends in Boston Facebook group, I think it's called, where it's like people just host events for people in their 20s and they send out like that. a Facebook There's um, also, event. for those living in Boston, there's another Facebook group called Betches. Oh my God, I'm in that. Betches of Boston. Yeah. Wait, do you listen to the Betches like podcasts and stuff? No. Is there a Betches? <gasps> I yeah. didn't know that. It's like a company. Is that what it's referring to? I think so interesting well if you're it's definitely targeted to the females yeah actually i think it's only females that they yeah let it. <laughs> um but it's like if you're looking for friends mm-hmm. go on there or any any advice you honestly post anything in there yeah you can post anything like people post again like events or they post like little bios of themselves like much like the like roommate Housing, search yeah. things yeah there's also a facebook group it's like girls who walk in boston or like girls who run in boston and stuff that's fun yeah and so they're just so literally just look up the name of your city in facebook groups and i guarantee you you can find groups of people who like host events for like young people to meet another thing you can do is like look if you have a favorite podcast or something like betches um the betches podcast you can look that up in facebook and sometimes these podcasts have like facebook groups for people who also like the podcast and then with that you already have a common ground you already have a common interest and so you can reach out to people that way the next thing we're going to talk about is my bumble bff review (laughs) (laughs) because uh, i them listen to your podcast i don't know they follow you on instagram yeah I don't have so anything bad might. to say about them, though. Okay, that's good. So it's not like <laughs> I'm, I'm going like, to be spilling any is, tea. It's okay. like, I hate this girl. No, I honestly liked everyone who I went on a friend date with. with. But, I, but I kind of I alluded to this in my first episode for the season. I just have mixed reviews about Bumble BFF in general, mostly because of the setup of it, um, because I just hate the format of it. Because it's very much feels like dating and it feels weird to swipe left on a friend. Like Yeah, that's weirder than it would be with like with, a romantic yeah part person. Because there's person. no because I feel like when you swipe left like with a romantic relationship, it's like, oh, you're not physically attracted to them, whatever. But with a friend, like what reason do you have to swipe left on someone? But yeah, I went on a few Bumble BFF dates and everyone I met was super nice. Like I had a good time. I think I just felt a little overwhelmed by how many people were on there and like how many messages you have to keep up with. Well, at least there's a lot of people. Yeah, there are a lot of people. Do you still have it? Yeah. No, I don't. What? I want to look at your profile. I know. I I deleted it a while ago because I was just getting overwhelmed. And then I felt like really guilty for not being able to meet up with every single person on there if you're looking for friends in a new city i would recommend trying it out but worth the shot just know that there's some bumble bff success stories there are a lot of people um i like remember i was like looking through like the reddit threads and stuff well actually my other friend she did bumble bff and now she's pretty close with her bumble bff friend when she moved to a new city yeah no people do find like really close friends it's like on there. dating i think maybe if once i'm more settled I'll, i might try it again i thought it, it was like a good experience it was just a little bit overwhelming for me okay so the last tip we have is to join a some kind of schedule like weekly activity like a rec sport a gym or like a religious group if you're religious because it's nice to have that time where you know that like 
once a week once every other week you'll see people you have a common interest with and i really wanted to join a rec sports team in boston yes wait i'm glad you said that because i was thinking about my head like a couple weeks ago i was like oh justine would probably be down to do that right like i think it would be so like what would we do i wanted to do oh my god i cannot do (laughs) okay i was thinking like pickleball what pickleball oh yeah pickleball i could do that like that would be fun but a lot of the rec Actually, no, I'm not going to talk bad about the rec sports when this is literally my tip right now. Oh, <laughs> no, just to expose it. Like, rec sports here are freaking expensive. Oh, I, I think didn't. it's because there's it? like, I was looking at rec soccer teams or soccer leagues. Oh, no. For like five games, like not even practices or whatever, for five games and a t shirt, it would be like 175 bucks. How big can you make the team? It's just like as you, big as you want. It just like matches you up with random people. That's per person. Oh, oh, I was gonna say per team that could work out. Yeah, yeah no, per team it'd be fine, but it's per person. Damn. Yeah, and I was like, that if is. you have like the disposable income, I think that's a great resource. But for me personally, that's I'm true. Like, mm. It's one time fee. <laughs> yeah. No, for real. That. Yeah. No. I'd I have cannot. to be. Unfortunately, and I, I feel like I feel like I would do that if I was semi-proficient in a sport. If I knew that I wasn't just going to go and embarrass myself, but I kind of just wanted, I want something that's just like, just for fun. Yeah. Like, because I feel like if I was paying Wait. 175 bucks for a league, I'd be with people who are like actually taking it seriously. It would be like that. We could honestly pick up basketball and then just go to the courts. Girl. The outdoor- Wait, it's going to be winter time. So I, work. I cannot play basketball. I can't either. I played the last time i played basketball was in middle school and i jammed my finger within five minutes of being on the court how about frisbee okay i can do there's not a lot of green spaces well that's the thing about being in a city like it's so expensive because also it was like far all of the leagues were in like cambridge or in like the suburbs of boston i like the idea of pickleball that's unfortunate it's so expensive but you know if you're able to find a like rec sports league near you and you literally just look it up like google rec soccer dc and tons of things will pop up or like wherever you're living in um wait i actually love the idea that you have here of a book club though oh yeah i think that would be so fun but i love the idea of starting a book club actually not that we have to include this on the podcast my friend she has like three books and she three of the same books and she wants to do a book club it's a fiction book i don't remember what it's about is it by colleen hoover um it's definitely along that genre okay it is so i would be so down to do that yeah i don't really know how you do a book club do you do it like i think one, you, you like read the week. whole book and then you meet no or i think you, you have do like chapters like every week you have a certain yeah. amount of chapters that you read I just think that having a weekly activity is good because yes. you know that like every week you're definitely going to see these people. Right. Because that's like when it gets hard, like with friends, like you have like usually I don't see the same people every every week. Actually, no, I think I've seen you pretty, pretty weekly. We've seen each <laughs> other pretty weekly. 
there's good intention into that yeah i actually do think about that though i'm like oh i haven't seen justine yeah since last week so let me hang out with her yeah oh that's so sweet you're welcome oh my god <laughs> <gonna> cry. <laughs> but that's, that's what i mean about putting friend. intention yeah. in you to friendships to. Yeah. you have to actually be thoughtful about them yeah exactly if you can plan like those weekly dates with your friends or like not even with your friends yet like with your if like you are just meeting someone like an acquaintance yeah. but if you like hang out with them once and you feel like you click don't be shy to schedule that next date don't be shy get it on the calendar girl put that in your Google life's calendar. too short now we're quickly gonna go through how to plan a friend date i think the first tip would be to invite someone to come along to something that you've had planned because i feel like it makes it a little less scary i agree instead of being like do you want to go get dinner with me? Like being like, oh, I am, you know, me and my... Okay, another tip that goes along with that is doing things with a friend. So like say... Oh, me and my friend are doing this. Yeah. Would you like to come? We yeah, would like to bring your you. roommate or something yeah. like that. And that makes oh, yeah, it a little bit like more casual and then it makes it more comfortable for them because Absolutely. you both know that you have that backup person who you're already close with to like keep wow. the conversation I actually went going. on a friend date and it was just like that I think with more people it makes it more casual yeah like and because you don't have helps. to worry about that one-on-one conversation right. that entire you have like other people to bounce off of and then also that just like gives you the yeah. opportunity to meet more people and who knows like you may click like really with well with this ones. person's friend right. yeah Justine and, and I did not do that, by the way. No, we, we just went, went, we went straight, straight for into, the date. <laughs> right into it. <laughs> I remember, though, I remember, like, so clearly that I knew that, like, it was going to be good because, one, you didn't mind that I was running late, even though this place is literally what 10 minutes away from me. What was I supposed to be, me? like, I'm leaving, <laughs> I'm going to leave? No, but you were, like, so nice about it, and I was literally, like, sprinting there. I know, I felt Like, bad. sweating. And then I remember you texted me when I got there, and you were like, oh, I'm wearing the green coat in case I catfished you. Yeah, <laughs> that I was know. so fucking funny. I was funny. like, that's my fear. I'm like, she only knows my Insta page, so what if she thinks I'm a whole different person? I was nervous. I was like, you, she's going to be like, oh, you do not look anything like your profile. <laughs> I liked what you had, though, about how you said that we had, like, a, like a period of time. Yeah. Oh, the two to three months. Yeah. Yeah, We had, I think what really helped build our relationship was it it had a great natural progression. Mm -hmm. It was very natural. Like we'd occasionally DM each other on Instagram Mm -hmm. and then it was like, oh, I'm in Boston. Now we're going to hang out. Yeah. So it came quite naturally in that sense. But again, like if we didn't have the intention to become friends, it wouldn't have happened at all. Yeah. No, I feel that. And I think I think maybe that's another tip I have for Bumble. So again, I maybe went in too hard because I would literally match <laughs> with someone and we would Dinner? talk. We No, literally. <laughs> Drinks? literally i would we would talk for maybe like a few texts and then i'd be like oh my god we should get dinner this week and so i feel like i should have spent more time getting to know them but then it's hard because i felt like it was like dating where like you want to get off the app as soon as possible you don't want it to just like fester like oh that's a good point i didn't realize that i mean i think it's yeah maybe with the dating app it's a little bit different I think for, I get that idea of, like, wanting to get off the app ASAP. Yeah. 
I think what honestly helped our relationship though was having these frequent casual interactions yeah. to kind of feel like in some way we were already connected. So the intention kind of grew. Yeah. By the time we went on our first date. And I think a good um middle ground for that is get off the app by giving them like your Instagram or something and then you can just talk on there but you don't have to immediately go for the dinner thing. Um so maybe you do have to give it another try. Uh and not yeah. be so aggressive. <laughs> dinner <laughs> like the second <laughs> literally as soon as we match. so when do you want to get dinner <laughs> when oh do you want to meet up girl <laughs> <laughs> i get that mentality like you don't want to conjure like this idea of them like yeah. i feel like and i feel like i get to know people best when i'm in person absolutely with yeah. them but that's not that's not for everyone and i can understand that but the last tip that we have is to play we're not really strangers i think that i should literally be hired as we're not really strangers as spokesperson because i freaking love this card game because it's just a good way to get to know someone icebreaker yeah an icebreaker and it's nice because you're asking deep questions but it's part of the game it's kind of like oh my gosh like i'm only asking this because like we're playing the game this is the card that i drew ha instead of you like just randomly being at dinner and being like so why are you the way that you are <laughs> like, wait that's funny though because like i actually went on our friend date i don't like a few several weeks ago and we i brought up like the 36 questions to fall in love and i'm like yeah. haha what to be like so funny if we played this right yeah. no seriously like i love those and like, it helps those it deeper connection games because that really facilitates conversations and don't tell we're not really strangers this but you can find all of the questions on quizlet i didn't even know that i'm so glad you said that though right you can like for literally all of them like for like the relationship expansion pack the friendship one the self-love one like what do i type in you literally just put like type in we're not really strangers on how is that legal it's not so that's why i don't tell them that i'm giving you guys this this plug you did not hear it from here but you know we are talking about navigating post-grad life a lot of us are balling on a budget you gotta do what you gotta do maybe do this like on the second friend date you have instead of like lugging around this giant card game with you it's like there's no way to casually bring up this bring out a card game (laughs) by the way i have this in my bag how did this get in here (laughs) but it's so much easier to be like oh my gosh like have you heard of we're not really strangers and they'll probably say like yes and then you'd be like oh we should like do some of the questions like that's literally what happened with us yeah from you you are really like the representative yes literally we're not really strangers if you're listening to this please hire me and i'll take out the part about being able to find everything on quizlet (laughs) no sponsor her please sponsor the podcast if you're trying to make friends post-grad just give yourself grace and this is something that i need to remind myself hard to make lifelong deep friendships in like three months and thinking about it most of us have only been in the city that we're in right now for like two to three months so if you don't feel like you have your best friends yet that's okay and that's totally normal and just give yourself time and with time all you need is one or two people really that you click it's better with. to put more into these two cups than it is to like just disperse it between so many that's exactly. a really bad analogy no no, no that but makes, like 
you get what I'm saying. Yeah, no, Better I, invest I get you. in something you know that's going to be more nourishing. Yeah, it's yourself. better to go all in into one or two relationships as opposed to just giving parts of yourself. It's like 10. Yeah, to 10 relationships. Like, no one... No one needs that 15 person friend group realistically. When you're I out don't of want it. they're like fun. Did you just say you want it? <laughs> don't want oh. it. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I want it. <laughs> um like and that's, then they all coordinate Halloween costumes. Yeah, that's fun when you're in college and like you're looking for people to go out with and socialize with and it's I mean, it's fun to have that as a social group, but you got you got to realize that these close friendships are going to come from these one-on-one. Yeah. Absolutely quality time dates not the 15 of you going out although it, it is it's fun. also hard to like i'm not shitting on because i would say room. i've had a big friend group or i do i don't really know what constitutes as a big friend group yeah um they're great i just also think it's important to understand that like in a big friend group it's so much more difficult to hone in on certain relationships and really build the individual relationships yeah exactly that's something that people don't talk enough about the work that goes into a friend group and how it's not all rainbows and unicorns in it yeah i agree not shitting on friend groups just being realistic about it exactly realistic way okay well thank you so much for coming on it's i appreciate it i'm excited to make me. the butternut squash risotto now oh, yeah it's, we have we're that eating cooking. dinner at 9 30 p.m i know <laughs> but thanks butternut for squash risotto he thinks i'm really excited and hey it's the pasta we talked about that in our first dms how you like making pasta but oh not chicken yes full my chicken also moment. does get really dry which is why i don't really cook chicken that often yeah because i'm not trying to get food poisoning or salmonella from a chicken um but yes thank you for coming on thanks for being my first friend in boston you're welcome <laughs> it's a pleasure <laughs> okay hi guys this is justine I mean, obviously this is just seen but I am editing this episode right now and I realized that something that I really wanted to talk about was feelings of loneliness and having time alone because I think that learning to be okay with being alone is something that is really important in the process of making friends which seems a little counterintuitive when I say it but I'll, I'll explain it don't worry I'll go into it so I just wanted to add this little addendum kind of to the episode talking about how I've experienced loneliness not only since moving to Boston but just in college in general too moving to Boston and having so much time alone kind of just brought back some negative memories for me um, from college. Um, And I think I just wanted to go into that a little bit. And recently, I have found myself with a lot of alone time since I don't really know anyone here in this city. Um, And I have really been struggling with loneliness. And there are some nights where it's a Friday night, it's a Saturday night, and I'm just sitting in my room alone, and I just feel so empty, um, and just so sad, and if you ever find yourself alone on a Friday night, alone on a Saturday night, I just want to let you know that that's okay, and that is actually, that's totally normal. Social media makes it hard because we see 
basically what everyone's plans are, what everyone is up to. And I think that's honestly what makes the alone time the worst. With Instagram, it's hard because when you're alone, it seems like everybody else is with friends. And it can become really easy to compare yourself to other people and be like, oh, wow, they also just moved to the city, but they already have so many friends. And why don't I have friends? And comparison is a big issue, obviously, on social media. And I think for me, what makes me scared to be alone is I feel like sometimes I just have a lot of negative thoughts when I'm alone, thoughts like, no one wants to be my friend, I don't have any friends, I'm abnormal, I should be at a different point in my life where I have a group of friends that I can hang out with every weekend. I know these thoughts aren't true and there's no hard truth in them, but my mind just seems to go there and I just seem to spiral in whenever I'm alone. It's really hard to be away from loved ones when you're struggling with loneliness because even though I could you know call my mom call my friends from college and stuff some part of me feels like it's embarrassing that I'm alone and that I should just be able to figure this out by myself I honestly have had thoughts um, in the past few months of just wanting to move home because It would be so much easier to be around family and be around friends. When I was editing this episode on Sunday, I had basically spent the entire day without social interaction and I was kind of going crazy. So I was like, you know what? I need to go outside. I just need to like get myself out there um, and get out of this room. And so I went on a walk to the bookstore and it was so bizarre In the bookstore, I had a panic attack because somehow I felt more alone being surrounded by these people. And I don't even know why this Sunday I was feeling so lonely and so mad at myself for not having plans that day. Because for the past two days, I had been hanging out with friends. And I think for me, an issue and something that I've been working on is recognizing that it's okay to be alone and that you actually should spend time by yourself because when you spend time by yourself you're able to learn more about yourself and who you are and what you want and that's honestly something I need to work on because I've just been feeling so lost since graduating Um, I've just been struggling to navigate working my first full-time job and the anxiety connected to that And I've been confused about how to meet people here and confused about what I want to do in my future and stuff. And so something, a quote that I really liked that I found online when I literally Googled how to be okay with being alone is that being alone allows you to drop your social guard, thus giving you freedom to be introspective and to think for yourself. Often we are swayed by the thoughts, feelings, attitudes, beliefs, and behaviors of those in our immediate sphere. Of course, you may ask others for their advice and opinions, but ultimately consulting yourself and making your own mind up about what you want to do will lead you into the life that's best for you. And that's something that I really 
needed to hear and really appreciate because it is so important to develop yourself in that alone time. Another thing that I feel like I need to remind myself is that not having plans doesn't mean that I'm failing at making friends. I think my mind just goes to all or nothing so quickly and so when I have like one second where I'm not with someone, I'm like, oh my gosh, no one likes me and just ridiculous stuff like that. I'm really going to try to work on taking time to enjoy being alone because one day, honestly, I'll probably crave, crave that alone time. Also, another thing that I've been trying to remind myself is that people's worlds don't revolve around me and you may be like, yeah, obviously, but for me, that just really helps me remember that If someone can't hang out with me, that doesn't mean that they don't like me. That just means that they have their own lives and they're busy living their own lives and that's okay. And something that I talked about in my Valentine's Day episode a while back was the idea of being intentional with the time you spend with yourself. And again, I really want to get back to that because I feel like that will help me figure out what I really want to do and allow me to be okay with being alone instead of letting my anxious thoughts consume me about feeling like I don't have friends or feeling that I'm a loser and feeling lame and stuff like that. Sometimes I feel like I don't even know what I want anymore because I've just been so focused on doing what I think I should be doing and I really just want to connect with who I really am and figure out what I really want to do with my life instead of doing what maybe society says that I should do, what I think I should do, if that doesn't make me happy. Also, the last thing that I wanted to touch on was the idea of the law of attraction. And I know a lot of people use this in regards to dating, but basically the law of attraction at its core basically just says that you need to focus on what makes you feel good and then you'll attract what makes you feel good. And with this alone time, what I want to do is learn and figure out what kind of people I want to be surrounding myself with and then just have to put that energy and faith into the universe that if I figure out who I want to be around and what community I want to build, then that community will come and so yeah that's just something I wanted to touch on because with social media again it's just so hard to be okay with being alone because it seems like everybody else is so well adjusted in whatever city that they're at and that they already have a friend group but I feel like everyone struggles with loneliness it's just such a human condition And so I hope knowing that everyone struggles with this helps you feel less alone and helps you realize that it really is okay to have alone time. It's okay to not have plans on that Friday or Saturday night and it's okay to just be in your room watching Netflix, you know? Like you don't have to be doing these crazy social events every free second you get not having plans is something that in college I was really embarrassed about or would get really hung up on and now honestly I still feel that self-consciousness and embarrassment but I'm recognizing that 
it's something that I need to work on and I'm really going to try moving forward to be intentional in the time I spend alone and recognize that that's okay. So yeah, that's the little part on loneliness that I wanted to put in here because moving to a new city is lonely and it does take time to build a group of friends or find a few friends. So again, if you're struggling with loneliness, you are not alone. If you guys like this episode, please uh, rate it five stars on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, share it with your friends, subscribe to the podcast so you get alerts when it comes out and follow BYOB on Instagram at Bring Your Own Baggage. Okay, thanks so much guys and BYOB next week. Bye. Bye.